Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Shadow Speaks. I am your host, Linda. Before I begin, I just have a couple of things I'd like to mention. I'd like to thank those who support my work by purchasing a copy of my book, Shadow Work, a guided journal for meeting the stranger within. It is my greatest hope that you find healing and discovery on your own path through this work. And be sure to leave a review for the book and or this podcast if you feel guided to. And I've posted my email at the bottom of the description page. So if you have a topic that you would like me to cover, just email me with your request. Thank you. Enjoy this episode. Identifying projections is the hallmark of shadow work. And you can get pretty good at it. But how do you interpret projections without allowing the ego to take over and convince you that every negative interaction is someone else projecting onto you? Well, sit back and relax, and I will provide some insight as to the harsh truth about projections that may not sit well with you at times, but will indeed free you from your ego's persona. And be sure to listen to the end for a simple exercise to help give clarity to your projections so that you may interpret them in the best way that they may serve you. We all have an understanding of projection, at least once you've seriously embarked on your shadow work. Being present to what you are saying, thinking, blaming, criticizing, envying, and so on, onto others, takes great skill and practice. You learn to reflect on yourself and examine what your projections are trying to reveal to you. This is insightful work and helps you to move through your issues as opposed to having them reoccur endlessly. But projection goes both ways. Others are projecting onto you issues that they are dealing with. Yet it may be difficult to make the distinction as to which is which. The ego will convince you that your projections are the other person's issues. And it can also convince you that others' projections are yours. And in some ways, they are both true. Once you adopt someone else's projections as your own, they are yours. And once you project your issues onto others, they are still yours. (laughs) The best way to proceed is to look at projections as just information, preferably with no judgment, which will take some practice. 
Once you can look at projections as information, at the very least, you can hold a feeling of gratitude that the universe is communicating with you. It is amazing to realize that we always want the universe to communicate with us, sending us messages and teachers, while never realizing that that is exactly what we are always being given. The messages are in the information encoded in the projections. And the teacher is the person or persons delivering the message to us. We just don't like the messages. And sometimes we don't like the teachers. So we may tend to write it off as someone else's projections onto us and expect it to resolve itself. And then go ahead and ask for more communication and more teachers. All the while overloading ourselves with information that we have not processed. We are perpetually teasing out what is relevant in the moment by figuring out what is a past trauma or hurt disguised in a new acquaintance, or storing it into the other's projections file. And you may even come to believe that the universe is not responding to your requests. The confusion may lead you to feelings of abandonment because you just can't seem to get clear answers. Well, the universe always responds. Just like a book let go of in midair will fall because gravity always responds, so too does every request that you make to the universe. One of the issues that I've had in dealing with projections is that once I realized the benefit of accepting a judgment or emotion directed at someone else, I was all too willing to accept all the blame floating around for any issue that came up. And many times, blame was not mine to claim. That being said, there was always something within me that it resonated with, or I simply wouldn't even have noticed it. For example, if someone projected their hurt and trauma onto me, I would initially think, well, I must have hurt or trauma that is in me that I cannot see. And once I exhausted that possibility, I had to consider that maybe it was their projection onto me, which can sound like a pack up and move on, but not so fast. In fact, I found that more times than I care to admit that I was taking on other people's hurt when it wasn't mine to bear. Now, this may seem quite innocent and even noble, but in fact, it is quite the opposite. Who was I to think that I had the power to take on anyone else's pain and make it go away for them. That is the act of the ego, not 
the soul. The soul respects other people's pain as theirs and affords them the opportunity to work through it so that they may gain the benefit, the gift of healing, and the treasure buried beneath their pain. It's kind of like an Easter egg hunt where you are trying to go around and collect all of the eggs, acting like you are helping everybody. Yet, in truth, you are denying them the thrill of the hunt and the benefit of opening the egg and revealing the gift inside. Even if you hand the gift to them, you are acting as though you are the one who gave it to them. When really, you are the one who stole the experience from them. Ouch. I know that hurt. Not only did they not have the feeling of accomplishment and the benefit of the gift, they now must find another catalyst, another person, another teacher, to provide them with a scenario that will afford them the opportunity to learn what they could have learned through their difficult experience, had you not interfered. It's similar to when you miss a test in school and you go to take the makeup, only to learn that the makeup is much harder than the original. That is because the circumstances have changed. All of the content on the original has been exposed. You may actually be overloading those you try to assist with more confusion than help. So the inner self-talk of, I am always taking on other people's burdens, is twofold. One, stop doing it. It really is your choice, not theirs. And two, it is not in your power to overthrow their soul lessons on their path. So it is futile, and sometimes self-serving. The critical issue being raised is that you are responsible for your own power, and so is everybody else. And this does make interpreting projections very complicated. So deciphering projections is beneficial, but it is tricky. Don't be so quick to attack yourself or another. The message being presented may not be what you think it is, but it is always what you need to hear. The most advantageous lesson I learned while reading the tarot, the message is not what is being presented. It is your reaction to it. Just as your reaction to projections, whether they be your projections or another's, is the message. Working on your reactions is your shadow work. Your soul does not direct you to see flaws in others, 
even if they may be hurtful or abusive to you. What it does direct you to is to see what is inside of yourself. So whatever a projection is showing you, whether you are the one projecting or the recipient of another's projection, the message always resides in your reaction to it. Become wise to your own potential to be manipulative, controlling, or self-serving. This is why knowing yourself is key. Continue to drill down into your truth. Expose inner falsehoods and ego attachments. Acknowledge the lies you tell yourself. At first, it may feel brutal, but you will be grateful when you uncover the beautiful truth of what is at your core. When you know yourself, you may for a moment want to claim that someone's projection is their issue or that your projections are legitimate at times, but you will quickly identify the information that is rising to the surface within you and be able to clarify what message is being so generously given to you. And you will have gratitude for the amazing teacher the universe has sent your way. Here is a simple exercise to help you shift your perspective of an experience. Think of a current situation that is playing out in your life that may be causing you some frustration or discomfort. Something simple. Something that is causing you or another to react with what appears to be projections. Indicated by a judgment, criticism, blame, or anger. It could be as simple as two family members arguing because they both want to hold a family event at their house. Or a partner who may want you to go out with them and hang out with someone you don't like. Now just bring up the players in this experience, the key people involved. Think of what issues are glaring. Selfishness, inconsideration, anger, guilt. Now without judgment, Capture all of the emotions that you are feeling that is surrounding this experience. Good. These are the issues that are yours. Check in with how they relate to you. The emotions that you are reacting with are yours. The people are the teachers that came to bring you the experience to help you see your trapped emotions. And the emotions are the opportunity you are being given to heal by witnessing them and choosing to let them go. This scenario may be playing out to redirect your path 
in a way that is advantageous to you. You may not understand it until you can step back and see it from another perspective, which can sometimes take time. But trust that, even if you cannot see it yet. Now thank the universe for answering a call that you sent out for this to play out. Recognize how powerful you are and that the universe is conspiring to help you. How can you not be grateful when you realize the enormity of what is transpiring for you? Believe in your power to affect positive change. That is the ultimate message. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I look forward to our next discussion. Many blessings to all.